At the Core is supported by CompuB in the community. Visit CompuB.com for more. Uh, okay, guys, Anish Lohrach and Feeder Live um, Safari Oskilts and Feeder Live um, Pictura I'm Shu, the Cash Lawn, okay, um, Matt August Bailey, so Curtis Shaft, Matt and Bailey, Shig Google Liverdull. On the last podcast, we visited a primary school where every pupil had an iPad. Now, those kids only had access to the device for certain times during the day. But what would happen when the iPad fully replaces the textbook? Well, one secondary school in Limerick has taken the plunge, and we went to talk to them about it. My name is Donald Trasic, Principal of Quaid Colossal Limerick. Well, we have a, pu- a student population of 640 pupils and a staff of 50, and um, all of those members of staff and pupils have uh, iPads. So you're talking over, over 700 iPads on, on, on the school campus. Why did you make the decision all those years ago to go the technological route, to bring in tablets and to make this probably the top-range school in the country uh, for this type of technology? Well, we're very fortunate because um, we've always had an emphasis on technology in the school and we've always looked to technology to enrich learning and to embed learning in a, in a far more exciting and invigorating way for pupils to um, receive their education and, and tuition from. Uh, so we looked at all the various different devices on the market back in 2010, 2011, and we commenced uh, using, uh, we chose iPad because we felt that it was the best de- device for our uh, context. And uh, we were also very, very happy with the support we were getting from Apple in terms of continuous professional development for teachers uh, and in terms of the support that they can provide to teachers in, in, in terms of how they can teach with technology and, and enrich learning and, and teaching uh, using the devices. And we started with a transition year group uh, because we felt that that would be more appropriate at that time. And uh, at that stage, uh, transition year was costing a lot of money because of the fact that there was so much photocopying going on of material and I was getting very annoyed at seeing so many pages being left around the school. And we decided that if we just tried to cut back on photocopying costs and uh, develop everything and all the uh, various different programs and subject uh, courses and syllabus and syllabi through uh, use, use of the iPad, that that would make big cost savings for, for parents and the school and, uh, and make it more exciting for pupils. One of the perennial stories that I would have covered on radio would be school bags are so heavy. How are we expecting kids to drag all these books to school? Surely there's a better way than this. Of the kids we've seen around the campus here today, not a lot of heavy school bags, are there? Well, would you believe since 2006 when we opened, we have a, a monthly parents' council meeting. And until we brought in iPads, um, every single parents' council meeting was dominated by discussion on school b- bags and the weight of them and how terrible it was that students would have to lug so many uh, books around in bags. And we tried everything. We tried to manage the use of lockers and tried to cut back on the types of books and the way, the size of books and so on. And there was no proper solution until the technology uh, came along to allow us to uh, opt for that option. And since we've started to use iPad, Um, not one single reference has been made to the weight of school bags since that time. What is on these iPads that has replaced all of those school books? Because you still need the text. You still have the same curriculum as the school down the road that, that brings the books in the bag. So 
what have you managed to migrate to the tablet that otherwise would have existed in paper form? Well, we haven't completely thrown the books out the window. We, we use a blend of physical textbooks and the, those are left at home. Uh, students take still write notes and still um, complete their examinations uh, using uh, pen and paper. Um, but what we have here is a very, very strong uh, subject department structure where teachers develop their own content and drive a lot of the uh, initiatives in terms of using technology through the use of, of, of uh, the various uh, different supports that are available for teachers to use uh, uh, in, in their teaching. And that has uh, been very, very successful here in the school. So uh, students can access all of their content uh, in iTunes U and Google Classroom and G Suite for Education as well. Let's talk about the Opervalia, the homework. Uh, that would traditionally have been done on paper, handed up in the Coplower, given to the Moonthor. I'm using all my Irish language to try and impress you, uh, and handed back to you. Is is there a workaround with technology that there isn't the Coplower anymore? Absolutely. Now, students still write homework. You didn't say you're impressed by my Irish, by the way. It's it's very good. I have to commend you <laughs> most uh, impressively for that. And thank you for making a wonderful effort with it as well. Um, it's always nice to hear the Coplower fuckle. Um, but uh, homework is still very, very important in the school and parents expect that homework is a, a very important component of, of, of their child's learning and how they're understanding uh, material that they come across every day. But we do try to use a lot more technology in the school uh, in terms of homework and a lot of assignments can be completed um, using Keynote and using uh, Google Classroom and using various different types of apps that we uh, have uh, in, in use in the school. And we have an agreed list of apps with the students and teachers so that everyone stays within those agreed apps. I want to talk about the safety side of this because you've got 620 teenagers who potentially have access to the internet in this building and you need to create a safe environment for those students and let's face it they are an inquisitive bunch and I'm thinking the teenage boys in particular are a group that need to be monitored. How do you approach that in a way that doesn't distract from the educational side of this? From our perspective, the most important aspect around the concerns you've raised is informing parents and informing pupils as well. So, for instance, when we learn about an an application or an app that is of concern to us, we bring pupils together, we explain to them the downsides of a certain app, we uh, explain to them that we don't want them to be using that app, and we also inform parents as well. And we encourage parents to take an active role in having discussions with their children at home. But can can they say there's a new app that comes along, a new social networking site that's terrible? Mm. Um, Can they download that onto their school iPad? No, not while they're at school. But could they could do it on their home network at home. Absolutely, they can. And they can do that with a smartphone. They can do it with any other type of technology they have, such as Xboxes. In fact, if you were to um, survey young boys in particular in this day and age, as of today, the biggest concern or the biggest area of concern for parents of teenage boys would be actually the online gaming. And the fact that so much gaming is going on with people they don't know from anywhere in the world and it's there are very strong indications too that it's leading to lots of gambling and so on and other areas of, of concern for parents. Uh, but I mean I have to mention the P word. Porn is is going to be something that you have to deal with and if this is a school iPad that's being used in a bedroom at home can you, can you do anything about that? Well all we can do is promote awareness and promote best practice and of course young people are going to be curious. We were all curious when we were growing up and uh, the biggest challenge for, for, for young people today is that they're, they, at, at their fingertips they have just so much 
uh, of the world's um, technology and, and uh, online material available to them. So parents have to play a very important role there and the Department of Educational Skills has provided an outstanding resource in, the, in, in WebWise, uh, which is a, a, web, a website designed and created by uh, uh, the, the Department of Educational Skills and is world class in terms of its advice and guidance for parents. My name is Monica Uleman. I'm a parent of three children, one past pupil and two current students at Gael Colossal Limney. When you were told they were switching to the iPads, what was your reaction? I would have had a very positive reaction at the time, I suppose, because uh, my eldest child is a pretty level and uh, responsible kind of a student. She'd be delighted to hear you say that. Absolutely, she still is. And I would have thought probably she was probably pretty tech tech savvy and uh, I thought it was a good opportunity for her to actually broaden her horizons in that respect. And also she would have been of the era where they're lugging a huge amount of books into school every day. Uh, The physical drawback of that would have been um, something that as a parent I would always have been concerned about that. And the fact that they were introducing iPads, which would mean that a lot of their books were e-books, uh, would have made a big difference in that respect. She benefited from it, and then you had the other two coming up behind. But in the meantime, we've had all of this discussion about screens are bad, take the screens off the teenagers, it's going to kill their brains. Given that your kids used the screen in an educational environment, did you notice any difference? Probably not really for her, because uh, and even for any of them, I suppose the screens that I would worry about more would be not the iPads. I mean, all teenagers are surgically attached to their phones. The screens that probably I would see most negative would be things like PlayStation, which my youngest child, you know, would would be a big PlayStation fan. And I think that's the kind of screen that I would probably think is more negative than using tech as an education device. One of the things that I've noticed about all the kids here, they have big, black, heavy cases on them. I, they, they're not quite indestructible, but I'm presuming they're definitely teenager-proof, are they? Absolutely. And both my lady in leave insert and my son in TY would both have cases like that on their iPads. And... Uh, uh, he would be pretty much, you know, possibly fling the bag in the corner. And, you know, once you know that is, that's around it, <laughs> it's fairly uh, safe. The one thing as well is the internet is a pretty scary place and uh, you don't have to look too hard to find stuff that is not suitable for teenagers, for young, vulnerable and impressionable people. Uh, is it hard as a parent to stay on top of all of that? Obviously, when they're in school... There's lots of firewalls, there's lots of things that prevent them from looking at nasties, but it becomes more of a challenge when they go home. I mean, do do you have a way of dealing with that? Do you keep on top of it? How do you address it? Well, I think as a parent, that's just an individual responsibility. And really, most teenagers have a phone, so they don't have anything on their iPads that they don't have on their phones. And I would think that most students really would probably use their phones for their social media um, apps and all that so really whether they have an iPad or not in school is really not going to I think uh, make a difference to that aspect of it because it's up to the parent to police things like that at home and if you're giving your child a smartphone which let's be honest about it I would say a huge percentage of teenagers do have a smartphone if you're giving them a smartphone it's up to you to you know monitor what they're watching which you can to a certain degree but you also have to give your children a certain level of responsibility as well. And two of my children are now adults. They're There's no control of them. Well, you know, you have to <laughs> you have to advise them, but you also have to let them, you know, try to be make responsible decisions as well. This 
This is At The Core, a podcast where we look at how iOS technology is changing everyday life. If you missed earlier podcasts, including the one where we learned the secrets of the technology used by Munster Rugby, well, they're available on iTunes for download. With thanks to CompuB for all things Apple in Ireland and the United Kingdom. So today we're at Gael Kaloshta Limni, where the students have ditched the textbook for technology. So what do those teenagers make of the change? My name is Kayla Shacknessy and I'm a fifth year student here in Gwerkalashtalimni. Uh, I'm Patrick Tracy and I'm uh, also a fifth year student in Gwerkalashtalimni. Like we went from having loads of books in third year to no books in TY, just the iPad. And then we did everything on the iPad, like all of our homework and assignments was all done on the iPad and shared with the teachers. We bring it to every class as well as our books, like we still have books in fifth year, but we bring it with us um, to every class and we have, we don't do all of our homework on it, but you have kind of the choice for most subjects, but you share any assignments or projects that you get deadlines for you can do on the iPad and you have then your deadlines to meet and you share them online then with your teacher and you get comments and feedback back online. Is it distracting? Like, Do you keep seeing Safari and go oh, I'd love to go online and look at something else or I really should focus on what I'm doing? I think that's only an issue at the start. After a while you kind of have to get mature about it and even the teacher would um, would take control of that and also um, like the time you spend on the iPad you're you're actually doing work on it it's not as if you're just staring at a screen and um, you're doing work for the teacher and making sure they're making sure you're, you're filling out assignments as well Is it all a bit mad? Like I mean you, you, school is supposed to be a boring uneventful and uh, rather grim experience I mean you're not describing it in that way to me It, it, it does add to the enjoyment of class I'd say because um, you know you, you, you go home and you use technology so you can kind of relate to it more and also um like even we do podcasts in my economics class as well so they're terrible things those yeah. podcasts <laughs> so uh you can it's a kind of a more creative way to share things as well so it's quite enjoyable actually what app do you use most on that ipad that you have in front of you uh well for me it's itunes U, and that's just simply because uh i'd have experiments to hand up and the teacher can grade them and uh, tell me where i'm going right or wrong so it's quite helpful and at home, what's the app that's most used? I don't know if it would be uh, uh, more uh, social media, I'd say. You're allowed to say the name yeah. of the social media app? Uh, I'd say Snapchat. Snapchat, then. okay. And Kayla, what's the app that you use most in school and the one you use most at home? Um, in school, it would definitely be Google Drive for all my like, class subjects and homework and stuff. But at home, it would be Snapchat. My name is Kieranie Grishkole and I'm a chemistry and science teacher in Gael Clashalimni. What was it like when you started using this type of technology in the classroom? I've always been very keen on using technology since I started teaching 12 years ago, so I would be the teacher carrying around a projector when no one was using a projector. Um, so technology was always at the forefront of my teaching anyway, but I suppose um, the big difference came when it, it was introduced in the school in TY. So students went from being more passive learners to being far more active and creative. So it was a real big game changer, um, especially in TY when you could give them any task and you know they started to make movies and there was a lot more interaction and um, teamwork so it made a massive difference um, in relation to student um, engagement 
and um, and activity in general. So uh, behavior in, improved, um, uh, general atmosphere improved, and every student was was able to do it. You know, and they were engaged in it. Um, and then another big step for us was when we went to first years, and um, I'm really enthused by 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 the younger kids and what they can do and the creativity that it brings to the class. You know, and that they're taking the learning home, they're taking their iPad home, they're taking pictures of their learning at home. So everything's far more personalised and completely changed really from when I started teaching. One of the things I was looking at on the Twitter feed is that you've done scientific experiments in slow motion. I mean, that's something that just wouldn't have been possible a few years ago. Well, some of them go in slow motion if it's something quick and sometimes it's in quick time if it's slow. So yeah, uh, look, it goes without saying now that when a student comes in, they're recording. They're recording what they're doing. But we take it a step further then. I mean, it's quite easy to, to stick an iPad on front of an experiment and record it. But, um, you know, we have to make sure that they are uh, redefining their learning by, you know, putting meaning with it, labelling it, um, adding methods to it. So ad- improving their literacy and things like that, you know. So it has to have meaning, I suppose, when you introduce technology. It can't be just for the sake of it, a bit of fun of doing a slow-mo or quick time. Um, it has to have... Um, purpose in the background so that's 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 our jobs as educators is to make sure that they're using it effectively one of the things we'd like to say about school is that it's all 100 percent education but a lot of it is crowd control Mm -hmm. discipline Mm -hmm. the introduction of what 25 30 cameras to a room 25 Mm -hmm. to 30 distractions in terms of things that they could be doing when they should be listening to you why is that not a thing i mean that that should be a thing is it well, it all comes down to classroom management. I happen to be a year head as well, so so I do deal with the, with the social side of things as well. Um, you know, with the fallouts, with Snapchat, etc. Those things tend to happen with mobile phones anyway. So in the classroom setting, um, it is up to the teacher to make sure that the focus is on them. So it's very easy to tell when a student is off task because they're looking at a screen rather than you. Very simple things like put the iPads down. You don't need them right now. They don't need them all the time. So they're really only engaging with the iPad at a time that when you instruct them to do so. And the same as if it was pen and paper when they're passing notes to each other under the table. You know, you're still going to have the odd student who might try that, but you have to be aware and walk around. And, you know, the, the technology is improving all the time to give the teacher more control where we might we'll be able to manage their devices a little bit more with the management system. At the moment, we have good classroom management. We have good kids so um, and we have a good code of discipline. So we follow all of that and the kids respond. I want to talk about the fact that you have become the only Apple distinguished school in Ireland. In fact, there's a really nice plaque just inside the front door. What's that mean? Well, it was a lot of hard work uh, to achieve that. Um, I'm not sure we would have uh, undergone that process if we knew how much work was involved. It, it certainly took up a lot of time, but we're delighted we came through the process. Um, it means that we reach a standard um, in Apple's eyes that we are integrating and embedding technology in a very, very creative, innovative way for the benefit of our pupils. And not just our pupils, but also our teachers. Our teachers are telling us that they're finding it far more enjoyable to create the content they're creating and to teach the subjects that they love themselves teaching using the technology that's there. And if you take a French teacher, for instance, who can pick up an iPad and show the Le Monde newspaper of today in class and have the voiceover uh, command uh, initiated where a, a beautiful French accent uh, uh, in male or female can read the newspaper to you in a fabulously flawless French accent, then that's pretty hard to beat. 
I have to finish up by asking you, Donica, where does this go? I mean, we are now at this point where your school is at the cutting edge of all of this and you're seeing the benefits of it. But this wouldn't have been possible five, definitely ten years ago. What's it going to be like by the time you retire? In, in, I'm going to say two decades' time. <laughs> you're being very kind. Um, well, I think if you look at the trends... Um, <coughs> Artificial intelligence uh, is becoming a very, very big area in terms of how much the technology companies are investing in those areas. Driverless cars, you know, far more automated uh, houses and uh, workplaces and so on. The Internet of Things is becoming a very, very significant uh, area of interest for all the technology companies. It's hard to know, but we can't stand still. We have to continue to provide the best platforms for our pupils to learn. And uh, we very much believe here in this school that students' learning and their education and their future prospects are far better enhanced because we embrace technology. And um, we can't stand still and we just have to continue to uh, make sure that we make the content that they're learning and the experiences they have in the classroom as engaging as possible. And if you look at third level, um, lots and lots of technology is being used at third level and the world of work, uh, it's incredible in terms of how much investment is going in there as well. So there's no getting away from technology and we have to ensure that our pupils have the best experiences to prepare them for the next phase. My thanks to Donica and all the teachers, students and parents at Gleilchloch de Limni for being so accommodating. Interestingly, during the recent winter storm, 75% of students at the school still technically attended on the day as they logged in from home on their iPads. A very different kind of snow day to all those schools that are offline. At the Core is supported by CompuB.com, your retail, business and education Apple experts. We'll catch you on the next one.